If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hello and welcome to the HP Podcast. I'm Ben and with me here today is Brandon. How you doing? I'm okay. I'm a little distraught because moments before the show started, you told me that the Mona Lisa has been uh, desecrated by a piece of cake. Yeah, it's been caked, so to speak, um, by a man dressed as an elderly woman. Um, I don't know why he's given a bad name to elderly women everywhere. What the the motive was is still unknown, Uh, at least the last time of me checking it out, but the beloved uh, Mona Lisa has been fattened up, so to speak. There's a lot of jokes I could make there, but we don't have the time. Sure. Dave, the last known viewer of the untainted Mona Lisa, Landon, <laughs> uh, coming live from Toronto here to comment on the, the situation. Dave, how do you feel? It's a sad, it's a sad day. Um, but I mean, she's, she's a little bit sweeter now. So yeah, true. Uh, but you gotta wonder how they're going to clean this thing because I mean, it's, it's super old and, and we were kind of talking about it beforehand. There's, there's like no protective glass over this thing. So this was just bound to happen. I guess it's just fortunate that it was like cake and not like a red paint or something like that. Cause yeah. 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 I mean, I know they clean these things from time to time, and I'm sure they've gone under restoration and stuff. But like, how old is the Mona Lisa? Hella, uh, seven hundred years old. Yeah. How, how how did it last that many centuries without anyone ever throwing a piece of cake at it? True. And then 2022 cake. rolls around, and they're like, eh, "Dude, it's, might as well give this a shot." It's normal particulate is like dust. Right. So these restoration <laughs> experts are like cleaning sugar <laughs> crystals out of these fucking seven hundred year old pieces of cloth. Jesus Christ. The the flies start to gather on <laughs> it. God, bro. The Louvre needs to get better air filtration or something going on. It's actually crazy. Um, we were talking about before the show started that a lot of pieces of art that I've ever seen yeah. have never been behind glass. And I just remembered yeah. something. The Constitution is. So that just really goes to show you how the country feels about pieces of art. Constitution behind glass. Yeah. Art. Even the most prestige, like pieces of art that are millions and millions irreplaceable. Nah, but I would say that viewing the Constitution, while still important to many people, sure, is fine. Like you don't, it's fine if there's something between you and it, right? It's more about what's in it. Sure. Whereas paintings are more about the painting themselves. Art is about looking at it rather than what it embodies. So therefore, having art behind glass would be more of an insult i suppose i suppose i guess i was just more or less saying that i wish it was the constitution that was pied <laughs> um, or, or caked instead that would actually make more sense than the mona lisa oh, uh yeah. da vinci did, did nothing wrong at least today or this year well, i don't um yeah this, this year, year maybe this yeah. year let's let's say that i'm not going to go back and you know atone for his sins um but this year he's not deserved this so That's right. neither has mona yeah, good old Mona. You can never really just her crooked smile, you know. 
Uh, it's got a charm to it. Yeah. Anyway, this is the HP podcast all about video games. How are you boys doing this week? It's hot as balls, man. It's real yeah, hot. It's this, and it's the humidity that gets you. Eh? It's, uh, it's it really is. And you, you're you up there in the great white north. I wouldn't figure you'd be suffering too much. Oh, it's brutal. From it. It's it's you bad. Know? It's it's yeah. going to cool down, but it's our first like like hardcore heat wave, yeah. 35 degrees Celsius. Um, it's bad. It's bad. But. So, 35 degrees Celsius. I don't even have a clue what the hell that translates or that transfers yeah. to. But one it's of probably my two- the same as whatever it is there now for you. So what is it in, in in? No, no, Dave, you're confused. We're in two separate countries. It can't be the same temperature. Yeah, we're like at least a stone's throw away. Yeah. So, <laughs> but what, uh, seriously, what's the temperature today? It's almost Fahrenheit. ninety. Oh, I think it was eighty-eight okay. when I was driving here. I think so. Thirty-five is high eighties. We'll call it. Okay. Okay. So okay. about the same. About the same. Yeah, dude, it, it was awful. One of my two cars that I drive. Um, oh, we got a baller over here. Well, they're not both <laughs> mine, but I drive two and one of them has no AC and one window rolls down. And I got that car today on one of the hottest days. <laughs> is it like the rear passenger window, too? <laughs> it is. Well, thankfully, for, for like drive through purposes and everything and like getting the mail and shit, it is the driver's window. Thank God. But none of the other ones work. So I was sitting in my car on lunch break, eating Taco Bell in the sweltering heat, regretting all of my life decisions today. <laughs> um, so that that was definitely interesting. Not a bad day, but definitely, as Dave said, hot as balls. Hold on a second. Did you did you say getting the mail? Do, do you not get out of your car to get the mail? How does that work? Well, so after I said that, I realized that the only place I do that at is my girlfriend's parents house when we help them grab the mail my mailbox is like i park and get it but typically you can like roll up to it and grab it and then go right up the driveway if you do it right how does your mail okay i see see okay so you have to go in the country to get like mailbox okay i see what you're talking about now you're you're, you know you're talking about those ones at the end of your driveway sure sure sure. i've never lived in a place that didn't have a community mailbox where like you have to walk to the end of the street with your key and open the door but couldn't you and, still roll up to that in your car? No, because it's there's a it's like on the curb. It's it's oh. not like you have to walk up to it and actually. Oh, okay. um, open I've had those community mailboxes like you're saying before, where you could just roll up to them and reach out the window and do whatever. Um, and I've had mailboxes where that were down at like the end of a road or the the driveway, and I've had mailboxes like right on attached to my house too. Yeah. So so. Lots of mailboxes. Yeah, man. Know. Just a, what a diverse intro to the mm-hmm. to the video game show today. Yeah, um, it's fine. There's nothing important to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. We, can we get into the shower thing real quick? I, I'm I'm really curious to know what you guys think about this and what the uh, what the audience oh, sure, has sure. to say. Kick so off, before we were on, uh, uh, friend of the show Dustin Furman, who who hosts the show. I don't know if uh, we want to go that physically far. Physically extreme. Uh, he was he was he was trying to communicate to us that he was going to bathe. Uh, but what he said was, is I'm getting a shower, which I thought was really weird. And I, I but but I, I put myself out there. I said, is this is this like some Western PA speaker? Is this something like American that I haven't heard of? Because somebody saying I'm getting a shower came off as really, really weird to me. So we started talking and then we were like, wow, people say so many different things. Some people say, I'm having a shower. I'm going to take a shower. My wife is Iranian. She speaks Farsi. I asked her, what is the direct translation for you to say, I'm going to bathe? And it was, I'm going to shower. So it's like, sometimes the word shower is like the verb. Sometimes it's the noun. And now I'm all confused. But Damn, dude. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I getting sounds right, but after you pointed that out, I can see where the confusion is. Um, maybe it is regional. It's hard to say. I, I, I don't think it is. You don't think? It may be more concentrated here, but I don't think it is regional. Yeah. Because uh, I know I've heard it in film and media, and I haven't always lived here, although I've lived here for almost 20 years now, or over 20 years now, something like that. Uh, so... I don't feel like that would be in my vernacular from a young age if it had been the other way. Um, but people here do say a lot of weird stuff. But I imagine wherever you go, people there say weird stuff compared to elsewhere. How about this, Dave? How about if you're getting a shower and it's slippy when you get in the shower? No, that's a Western Pennsylvania thing. Slippy? Yeah. Slippy? It's, it's slippy out. People will say like, oh, watch, it's raining or, or it's like, you know, it's it's, it's snowing a little bit. It's the roads are slippy. Out. It's slippy out. Slippy. I want to <laughs> hit them all in the that face. Is a, that is an incredibly regional thing. It's slippy. slippy. No, yeah. I, I mean, it's so close to what I would I would, uh, I would, would deem as correct, which is slippery, but right. <laughs> I've never heard that. Dude, That's it is. I can't slippy. say for getting a shower, but I know that slippy for sure is a thing that is said around here. So. So, and I mean, one of the first things that you guys taught me, I don't know if we've talked about this on the show before, but it's yins. I had oh, never yeah. ever heard yins yeah. before, which is a replacement for... A group of people, but it's instead of you or you all, it's yins. Yeah, that's that's also a Pittsburghese thing. I have never never said yins or yins or yuins or whatever in a non satirical fashion. Yeah, it's said a lot though. I actually, oh, yeah, you know, we're we are to say it again, a stone's throw away from Pittsburgh. But I actually get a lot of people that say that around here. To be honest with oh, you, oh yeah, it's very common. A lot. When I first moved here, I was about ten years old. Oh, wow. So I've lived here longer than 20 years. Okay. Anyway, when I first moved here, I met some people who were like in their 70s and they were had been in this region their entire lives. And I remember they would say stuff like, you know, the, the normal stuff we think of, Yuns and uh, Warsh. And sure. Although Warsh isn't isn't necessarily just this region either. But, you know, a lot of a lot of stuff that's that is regional. But the one thing they always did that I didn't realize was a local thing, but it is, is after everything they would say, they'd, they'd say, and stuff. And stuff. And stuff. And that. And that. And, and stuff. That, and stuff. You know, dude, it's normal, but and they would use and that as, uh, y- you know. It's like a it's like a, a peppering in between words. It's awful. Yeah, it's it's not great. Um, essentially, Dave, Yins is kind of like the um, the Appalachian y'all. Um, okay. more or less, at least, at least the Pittsburgh y'all. Um, I think we, we wanted to set ourselves apart in such a way. Um, but instead of yins, well, instead of y'all, we got yins. Apparently. I think it's that most people here have never left this area. And they say <laughs> yins because they're deficient in cultural relativity. I, I firmly believe that. Yeah. Would you um, hear yins in like Scranton or Philly or something like I that? Don't think, I don't think so. I really don't think. I think it is literally a Western PA thing. Another thing that I've never actually heard somebody say in practice, but I've heard people say it's a regional thing, is when they say you're cleaning something is that you're reading it. I have heard people say I've that. I've never said somebody, I've never heard somebody say that in a sentence, but I've heard people talk about cleaning something is you're reading something up. Redding it up. Redding it up. Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. That's why I've never used it or never even paid attention to it, really. But should I put up a Twitter poll asking if people say uh, taking, getting, or having a shower? Yeah, either that or in the Discord, dude. Set it up. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> we're getting deep. We on gotta this. know. Yeah, we're we're actually calculating some pretty scientific research. Yeah. Um, in the works. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, we're okay. doing it. 
video game time. State of play next Thursday. Actually, this Thursday. No. Wait, when is this? Today? Tomorrow's <laughs> this, the first. This, thir- this Thursday. Tomorrow. Two days from now. Yes. Uh, th- Thursday. It's been more than two months since our last state of play, says PlayStation. Who's ready for a new one? Tune in live on Thursday, June 2nd. Okay, this is weird because they keep saying next Thursday, but they posted this yesterday. No. Whoever wrote it wrote it last week. Probably. Um, So anyway, there's a state of play coming up. That's one part of it. The other part is that... uh, it's going to be part of Summer Game Fest. Uh, Jeff Keighley has revealed that it is um, they have stuff coming from Sony. I don't think that the specific state of play is part of Summer Game Fest. But uh, basically, an article from The Loadout says in a Twitter Spaces Q&A, Keighley firstly suggests that the Summer's game, Summer Game Fest showcase on June 9th will have a similar runtime to last year's. The 2021 showcase, which featured the likes of Elden Ring, ran for one hour and 45 minutes. And this year's will apparently be under a little under two hours. Keeley says even with the event just a few days away, the schedule isn't 100% nailed down. And one game that was set to feature was pulled out of the showcase due to a development delay as recent as Friday, May 27th. So there's going to be a lot of stuff. And I, I'm, I'll have to find the tweet here uh, in a second. But basically, there's like representation from everywhere including sony so let's talk a little bit about what we might want to see i know it's a little bit hard to really you know just totally speculate uh on on what's going to be there but maybe it's just some like wish list items um they've they've announced 2k activision atlas bandai namco bloober team capcom uh coffee stain i don't know them deep silver devolver digital extremes dotty moo EA, Epic Games, Focus, Frost Giant, Humble Games, Level Infinite, Mediatonic, Mioho, Mi- or Mihoyo. That's probably just going to be another, you know, spend money on our anime game ad. Netflix, PlayStation, Raw Fury, Samsung Gaming Hub, Sega, Square Enix, Skybound Games, Steam, MDHR, Tribeca Film Festival, or Tribeca Festival, Warner Brothers Games, and Xbox. And I'm sure there'll be another one or two in there. Dude, I... Uh... I thought I knew Coffee Stain. That's Good Simulator, Valhalla, oh. and Deep Rock. Okay, okay, Deep okay. Rock. I knew I yeah yeah okay. dude. Rock I, and Stone, baby. I wanted to look it up before I before I just made an ass of myself. But I was Rock and Stone. Rock and Stone. That's a big list. Yeah. Um, and I think that it, is E three shedding a tear. Uh, no, no. They are crying in the corner. <laughs> they are balled <laughs> up. Curl. Uh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Yes. They're crying, crying. While, while, while getting a shower. Yes, exactly. Um, this is big. This is big. And today I saw Bloodborne was trending. Um, pure rumors. <laughs> yeah. Pure rumors. For the millionth, billionth time, we have a rumor mill of Bloodborne. Clearly, everybody wants it. Um, I'm going to put my hopeful wish in there as, a, as some sort of Bloodborne. I would love to see a PC and PS5 simultaneous release. I think that was even the rumor today. Um, confirmed fake. But... The people we got here is pretty big. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming we'll see something new from Studio MDHR. Um, I think they've kind of slowed down on Cuphead, or you think they're going to push the show now? Well, their DLC is coming out soon. So I would imagine we're going to see info about the DLC. Gotcha, gotcha. Maybe we'll see info about a new game, too, but I kind of doubt it. I mean, that that delicious last chorus is coming out pretty pretty imminently here. Yeah, I thought we saw a lot about that already, though, for some reason. But yeah. maybe not. I'm not getting my hopes up for that one. Yeah. Uh, it is interesting. Steam, specifically, not just like Valve, but it says Steam. So I wonder if that's just like, hey, we're going to have more Steam trials or whatever. Um, or we're going to do a, a thing where you can 
play the demos of all these games or whatever. I don't know. But dude, they saw the Unreal 5 engine demo that someone remade the first level of uh, Portal and they're like, we cannot have someone. We cannot show us up. do this. Yeah. We cannot have someone show us up. Yeah. Um, but no, man, a lot of a lot of big boys here. A lot of big boys. I am incredibly interested. A little under two hours. That gives us a lot of time. Um, and I think I saw in the article you had pulled up earlier, Ben, he was stressing gameplay demos yeah. would be a would be a big thing. And that's what everybody wants. Right. At least that's what the people in the know want. <laughs> sure. Um, so that's really exciting. Dave, any 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 anything stand out here? Um, well, sorry, it's, it's, we're approaching, um, summer games fest and obviously you've seen all the leaks of like where somebody takes like a, a PlayStation logo or something and then just puts like an Excel list below it yeah. to make it look like, Oh, this is leaked. Right. The Bloodborne thing was so funny because I saw one where it was just like the entire show was Bloodborne. So <laughs> yeah. they had like Bloodborne two and then Bloodborne cart and then like, uh, Bloodborne DLC, more pig fisting. It was just <laughs> hilarious. But I I would watch. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's just for the state of play specifically. This is so lame. But like, I really want to see more of Stray. Um, mm, this yeah. is a Zanapurna game yeah. um, that I think is is probably going to be shown in some way at the state of play, um, and it's probably coming out this year. I think. Um, but that's yeah. a really cool game that I want to play with my cat watching because yeah. uh, mm-hmm. he, he wants some representation too sure right um but yeah i mean my my big one and i don't know if we're gonna see it this summer ever again is i want me some silcom and i think Ooh. we need some silcom yeah. yeah uh i think now's the time uh i don't think it needs voice command and all that stuff like it used to have but just like some good sony first party sh- first party shooter um silcom is is what i would love to see but obviously that's a that's a long 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 shot it's interesting because they just list, you know, Xbox in here. And Xbox is going to have their showcase a, a few days before this. Um, but oh wait, is it a few days before or a few days after? I'm trying to remember now. Oh, June 9th. So I think Xbox is technically after this because hmm. uh, they'll be on the 12th. I would imagine they wouldn't want to stomp on their own feet here. Well, they know Jeff has a bigger audience, quite frankly. True. Uh, you know, Xbox can do their own stream and they're going to have quite a few viewers, but nowhere near as big as what summer games fest with everything but it's funny they just list xbox and there's like 40 studio well then once they get activision all that will be under them too so like it's just like xbox but meanwhile that's three-fourths of the show probably who knows (laughs) yeah i i would like to see a lot of stuff i'm wondering if we'll get i know it's i i know i know could we see god of war ragnarok during the PlayStation piece, are they going to announce that? Are they going to announce a release date? I'm almost positive. They There's have to. so many Dude. leaks and stuff right now saying it's coming in September, which who knows? Dude, they they have all but confirmed that it's coming this year. Yeah. I mean, they, and I don't want to say they're running out of time, but to like, and I guess God of War doesn't need the time necessarily, no. but I they have all the time in the world right now. I know. Nothing else is coming out this fall. I would be very surprised. Yeah. If we don't see gameplay very similar to what we saw originally. Um, I think it's going to have a little bit more to prove, um, but I would love to see some God of War. I want them to just show the boat animation a few more times. <laughs> whether it's, yeah, a side-by-side comparison. Trust us, yeah. we have changed it. But whether it's <laughs> like September or like end of November, it's already June, boys. So I, yep. they have to re- announce a release date. I think we're going to get a little bit more gameplay. Um, we'll see deluxe editions and all that kind of right, stuff. Yeah. But I think that's that's pretty much a lock. It's got are, 
we're also creeping up on the amount of time. I know we just got some Call of Duty news that we didn't really talk about last week. Yeah. Um, but Modern Warfare because 2. Because all we got was a logo. Right. All we got is a logo, more or less. So is it possible? I mean, half the time they've done their entirely own thing, right, yeah. for Activision. But is it going to be different? It, uh, are they going to save it for the Xbox? Is that what they're going to bring people in with? No, I don't think you'll see Activision at Xbox's conference because they're not actually the same company yet. Not yet. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I. That's my guess. And I have a feeling it has something to do with um, the lawyers and stuff. Sure. Is that you don't want to plant your flag. I mean, they've announced that they're going to be part of them. But right. until then, anything they do, especially if it turns out badly, you don't want to be associated with you. <laughs> understandable yeah I'm trying to think I, of I was thinking sorry i was thinking about that and while we just kind of got like a title card and a release date the other small thing that we got from that was and i don't know if this was ever in doubt but you know the way things have been going with competitive first person shooters over the past five or six years um you never know yeah. this did all but confirm that we're getting a campaign and I know you would kind of assume that that was going to happen, but you know th there have been Call of Duty titles in the past couple of years that didn't have campaigns, and obviously we saw Battlefield 2042 with without a campaign. So that was the one thing that I think was pretty much confirmed with that trailer we got last week is we're getting a campaign again. That's not groundbreaking, but I think it is sure. worthy. I don't want to take take back on your word here, Dave, but I don't think any Call of Duties have ever released without a campaign. Uh, Black Ops, one of the previous Black Ops, didn't have a campaign. Yeah, I think the one it was, before Modern Warfare didn't have a campaign either. Yeah. Really? Yep. Yeah. I'm tripping. There's only been one or two, but... I'm tripping. Yeah. yeah. Well, some expert in Call of Duty you I are. Know. Yeah. <laughs> I know, because the campaigns are the most standout part. How could I forget? That's right. That's no, there's definitely, there's definitely... There's definitely been... man. They're, they're excellent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you have that standard, sure. <laughs> and Samsung Gaming, like, I don't know. I feel like some of this is going to be really fucking lame, to be honest with you. Like, Netflix and Samsung Gaming... Not interested at all. Don't care what you have to say. Um, your crappy video game TV shows, I'm not really interested in. Um, I could be persuaded, but very little has persuaded me uh, since the beginning of time as far as video game movies go. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, who knows? Maybe with all the success of Amazon, maybe Netflix is going to try something more direct. I don't know. Maybe Netflix is just going to buy EA. They probably should and just, you know, do what they've done with everything else and just take it out back and rename it and tear it apart. Yeah. But it's interesting to see uh, 2K on this list, not because it would be um, abnormal for them to show up, but because I'm hoping we get some Bioshock. Yes, please, dude. The rumblings have been there. Yeah, they they have. It is time. Um, I would expect next year. I would not expect anything this year. But even if we got like. Do you guys remember the infinite, how cool the demo was with the crows and, and, yeah. and all the aesthetics? I would love them to do something for that again. That would like explode Twitter. That, yeah. that, I, the cool thing about that is is um, one of the other, so I don't know if we're going to talk about this separately, but this idea that you're going to see more longer gameplay demos at, um, at Summer Games Fest. I think the one game that could get away with like a, quick and brief little tease is bioshock because oh, what yeah. it would probably show us is just what this next like setting is going to be um so yeah we, we don't need gameplay for that but just like a, even just a peek a glimpse of what we're going to get in that game i think would be yeah. massive and they could 100%. get away with it yeah. and on the back of that not not related but i think something that would really help ea out is if they put a roadmap for 2042 and stuck to it 
if they could potentially win some grace over in front of all these eyes. I don't know. Just spitballing here, but I honestly think they need to do something with 2042. Um, and if they supported it consistently, then maybe they can make something of it. Make it free to play if it doesn't doesn't pan out. 2042's roadmap says uh, in, in October, they're bringing controller support to the game. So... <laughs> Uh, so we need a, a, something a little bit more than that. Yeah. Uh, but I'm hyped about Epic. Um, I, I recently watched a YouTube supercut of all the insane things. Someone took some of the best Unreal Engine 5 things that people are making. Yeah. And I, I've i talked very highly of Unreal Engine 5 in the past. Um, and I saw a clip of somebody that was working for... You guys know Blender? Yep. Work, has been working with Blender for about 10 years. And he said in a couple hours of working with Unreal Engine 5, he was absolutely blown away comparatively. That's awesome. Um, so I am absolutely jazzed um, for anything coming from Epic because, assumedly, it would be pure Unreal Engine 5 at this point. Um, and that's exciting for me because it looks unlike anything I've ever seen, uh, some of the stuff I'm seeing from that engine. So. Just to wrap up the Summer Game Fest uh, conversation, last year, oh, what, who, which one was it? Right before that, uh, PlayStation announced that they were creating a new studio. For, I can't forget which studio it was. Is this uh, the one with uh, Jade Raymond? No, it was the other one that's making a shooter. Hmm. Um, I can't remember the name of them. But anyway, at Summer Game Fest, they just came out and talked for a few minutes after the acquisition or the, you know, acquisition or creation or whatever had been announced. And I'm just kind of wondering, maybe with the state of play, I don't want to get my hopes up because they've set expectations. And I don't, I always tell people, well, what'd you expect that they told you exactly what they're going to show, but I don't know. Maybe PlayStation is going to acquire somebody else. It's possible at the show. They're like, we're everyone on this list. We're buying them. <laughs> no, like at the state of play, they announce right. just briefly. And then at Summer Game Fest, they come out and talk about what, what they have. Right. So who knows? Uh, deviation games. Deviation. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, let's move on. Another Sony thing. I think we get kind of a Sony heavy show. We'll see. Pony. Uh, Pony, yep. VGC, Video Game Chronicle, reports that Sony will have over 20 launch games for PlayStation VR 2. The launch games will cover both first-party and third-party titles, the corporation said during a business briefing on Thursday. Quote, right now there is a considerable amount of money being spent on partnerships with independent and other third-party developers to secure a considerable pipeline of attractive VR content at the launch of PlayStation VR 2. That energy, that effort, and that money will continue to grow as the installed base of PlayStation VR 2 headsets also grow. 
During Sony's 2022 CES keynote in January, the company first shared technical specs for PS PlayStation 5 VR headset and also confirmed the name for the controller, the Sense controller. Uh, so we've talked about VR a little bit. I know you guys aren't necessarily interested in VR, and I'm not sure that I want to buy another $400 device that I end up not using very much. But hey, it's possible. Yeah. I'll probably cave. Let's, Anything's let's possible. It. Yeah. Anything. Um, but man, if they really are putting the effort into getting a lot of third-party games, granted, we all want Sony first-party games on a on a on a uh, Sony device. Yes, obviously. But there's some games out there that are just magnificent and not available on PSVR, and that's what kind of uh, hinders its performance for me. Is that well, not only literally the performance, but like. I can play so much more on my Quest than I can play on PSVR 2. Right. Or PSVR at the moment. And I was just thinking about this one other game that would be awesome if it came to the PSVR 2. And it would really need the PSVR 2 to be able to handle it. The PS, PSVR couldn't. And that's Half-Life Alex. Damn. Mm. Now, I don't know. Call me crazy. Steam and PlayStation or Valve and PlayStation have worked together before. But wouldn't that be why? I mean, that'd be great. I mean, they are on the same card. So. On the same card? Yeah. Well, this is, yeah, yeah. This no, is, but still, I, sure. I, you know, it's noteworthy at least. Yeah. I don't know. I would love to see some of the some of the bigger things like Boneworks and all yeah. of those. I think those are those are absolutely fantastic. And I think a little bit of the craze for VR has died down since the holiday season. I feel like I was seeing ads about it everywhere. Sure. Everyone was talking about the Oculus Quest. And I don't want to say they've missed the boat, but I think, Ben, you've tapped into something that's crucial um, to the success of this machine is the software. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously price point nonetheless, but um, they got to get good games, man. Not that PSVR 1, I guess, as it's referred to now, yeah. um, had bad titles, but it definitely was lacking comparatively uh, in, in the coming years to some of the other big boys. Sure. So Agreed. Dave, you're not much of a of a VR guy, but can you see some games, some big hitters from the VR ecosystem making their way to PlayStation? Um, I I think I don't know. It's it's Sony is always shone with its its first party titles, and I am very very curious to see what this Horizon um, game turns out to be because I think that one could be. Maybe not so much something that would sell me on the device, but at least make me have a closer look. Um, 20 titles at launch, though, kind of concerns me. And I know that sounds weird because um, that that sounds like a lot of games to play. But if, if a lot of them are coming from third party, then that tells me that they're like shitty ports and, and old titles and stuff. I think, you know, a launch lineup should be quality over quantity. So... Yeah. One horizon is enough for me to raise an eyebrow and have a look, but I mean, there's got to be something else, and they got to be pour a little bit more effort into sort of the the you know the first party Sony stuff because this is a Sony product, um, and they got to find a way to really differentiate it itself from from the rest of the market. So, how do you sell people on a PSVR as like a unique Sony um, VR experience? You know, you got to have something that's as good as Beat Saber or Half Life Alex or something because. Um, yeah, I need. Mean, they just need to differentiate, and I think they have the potential to do that with, you know, their first-party titles or the capabilities they have. But yeah. I haven't seen that yet, other than this Horizon thing, which again I need to see more of. So I'm uh, I'm curious. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic, but um, I'd like to see 
just a few more sort of big first party PSVR titles for yeah. me to have a closer look. 20 titles is is now the time. Will there be a metaverse replacement? Will there be a PlayStation home in our future? Um, I really wonder. I really, really wonder if they're going to bring something like that, a social space, whether that's like a rec room VR, something mm. like that. Um, something social. Um, I would expect PlayStation home. Exactly. Exactly. I'm actually hopeful for that because I feel like even though that initially wouldn't sound like a big selling point for some people, I think that with the right support um, and the right content, uh, it could really, it could sell people. Um, You know, people you can't be with, you could put on a a VR headset and essentially be in the same room as them across the world. So I think the potential is there. Now, whether or not that will pan out, I don't know, but I could see it. I really could. And I, and I really wonder. It would not surprise me at all if we saw a title come to PSVR 2 from Insomniac because they bought them. First of all, they bought them for a song, uh, especially at the time they bought them. Seriously. But they have some VR chops. And for them to make something for a new VR device would really tempt me into wanting to pick up, pick up that device. It's a lot of money to pay for one game. Yeah. But it would, it would get me close. Um, but I don't know. Can you imagine an actual, real, good Spider-Man VR game? Yeah. The thing is, is Dave Dave said something perfect, though. It can't be tacked on because there's no, been no. so many VR titles that I've thought would be amazing that are that are tacked on to games that yes. are really good. The Hitman VR, I thought it was going to be awesome. It sounded like it would be sweet. I saw someone play it, and it was more funny. Right. <laughs> you, you know, and not that that game is exactly the most serious. You could throw a banana at someone and, and you know, knock them out. I get it. But it, it, it was just silly. It ends up being outlandish so i really hope they take this in mind um that these games were truly through and through vr games because i feel like that shines through whenever you actually play them well we'll always have wolfenstein cyber pilot to fall back on oh, thank uh, one of the best games ever. Thank i couldn't even say it without laughing <laughs> i just i couldn't do it okay moving on this comes from opattack.com PS5 exclusive Returnal could arrive on PC soon. Ooh-wee. This isn't that big of a surprise, I don't think. But in the quote, in the latest earnings call by Sony Interactive Entertainment, the gaming giant revealed positive numbers for its games on PCs. They have assured fans that more games will arrive to PC platform. While there are not a lot of PlayStation, while there are a lot of PlayStation exclusives still in line for release on PC, another contender seems to have appeared recently. If a recent Steam DB listing is any indication, PlayStation 5 exclusive Returnal could be announced for PC soon. The mysterious listing on Steam DB, dubbed as Oregon, has tags that that has written Returnal all over it. However, since we can't be 100% sure about it, take it with a grain of salt. Uh, since Returnal also supports co-op now, online co-op tag is also there. Um Tell you what, Returnal on PC. First of all, it wasn't technically a first party game when it came out. It is now. When it came out, it wasn't a first party. Yeah. So, hey, just put it on there, right? Why not? You, dude? Can, get, you can get around the tech. But anyway, I think Returnal, it's a, it's a, I think that'd be a great mouse and keyboard game. Uh, Brandon, you've played Returnal. I'm with you there, actually. Yeah. I feel like the experience would be optimal on mouse and keyboard, to be honest with you. Yeah. And I feel like, not that that game didn't receive love. But I feel like in a lot of ways, like these harder games like Elden Ring and stuff like that, it is still niche to an extent, right? Because it's yeah. difficult. Um, but I feel like it, it could potentially get some new legs on PC. Um, people that didn't have access to it before. Um, a whole new audience of hungry, uh, torturous souls looking to play an incredibly difficult game with their <laughs> friends. So Yeah. 
Dave, you you would you haven't played this game on PS5. Would you play it on PC? I, I I play it on controller first. There's something about third person games on on keyboard and mouse that's really weird to me. Yeah. Um. But <clears throat> you make a good point. I mean, it's 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 something that that could garner new life. Um. We saw how much success that Horizon had when it moved over to PC, and uh, th- that's really surprised me. Um. You know, we've seen the games we've seen on PC now from PlayStation are uh, God of War, uh, Horizon. Uh, Last of Us, I don't know, Uncharted. Uncharted's coming, yeah. Uncharted, Returnal. Um, When Sony released those numbers last week of how much additional revenue they've generated from just putting these games on PC, it absolutely blew me away. When I first heard that Uncharted was coming to PC, I thought, "Eh, everybody who wants to play that game has had to have played it by now. And I was just blown away by how uh, how much money they've actually made. And this is kind of like... I'm not disparaging the work that goes into porting a game from a console to a PC, but for all intents and purposes, this is found money. Like it it really, really is. So I think like Returnal is just going to explode on PC. I'm not going to say it's going to sell more anything, but you're right. It's really going to find a different niche kind of audience that it it was kind of a tough sell for PS5 because number one very few people actually had it number two it's a really tough game and you know a lot of the people who have ps5s maybe weren't looking for uh a really tough experience like that whereas on the pc side you've got a whole lot more of those people so this thing's going to sell a lot it it may actually sell even more on pc than it did on ps5 so yeah sony's found this formula that's really really worked for them and i am i'm really surprised i really really am so yeah nice I agree. I think it only makes sense for them to keep bringing this stuff. And I, I've taken this from other people I've heard it from, but um, first of all, they're bringing these games to PC after the fact, and that's been good. It's They, they milk all the money they can out, can out of it on the platform, and then they bring it over to PC and get some more money out of it. That's great, especially when it goes, they're back at full price, basically. But uh, I think if they're, you know, they're talking about all these live action, or not live action, uh, living games, these... Um, uh, what's the word for it? Live service. Uh, live service games. And if they're going to bring those out, they got to put those on on PC as well for them yeah. to really have a big audience and gain a following, I think. Yeah. That'd be huge. And not to sidestep your this entire conversation, but it's related, unrelated. Did you see wow. that, wow, how that they've, announced, <laughs> they've announced all these Sony shows? Did you see that? Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. I don't think that was in the news. I completely I forgot about that. I did not even add it because it's like, duh. Yeah, it's it's just interesting. <laughs> yeah. I just really genuinely wonder what a Grand Turismo show would look like. I don't know if they're trying to make Top it like Gear. like the Grand Tour. That's yeah. what I imagine. Yeah, is like Top Gear style. But I'm interested. Yeah. I I I I couldn't have even imagined that um, until it was announced. But um, I'd be interested to see how uh, Netflix and Amazon can potentially butcher my favorite ip <laughs> and, yeah but it's it's a good you, you say it's related unrelated but i mean it all kind of goes into that conversation about how sony has really started to diversify themselves under under jim ryan and i mean they're doing a lot of the things that you know might seem obvious moving into tvs and movies but like the pc thing was just so weird to me and it's just i'm happy to see how well it's done because hopefully it means we get more really quality first party titles but right. yeah it really goes into into how they're taking their games and really diversifying them and i feel like 10 years ago if if we had suggested that sony was going to do things like this it you know you might get called crazy or something like that but it's it's working so far and i guess i scoff at all these video game 
medias, you know, these movies and TV shows. But the Halo show, I guess, is doing okay. Yeah, it's um, it's doing great numbers, not but, as well critically, but begrudgingly. Yeah. Um, they clearly have never played the fucking game. Right. <laughs> I saw a battle rifle that was shooting fully automatic. Yeah. To, to just know one of many things that I've seen on Reddit that just don't make sense with the game at all. But right. apparently, you don't need to know the actual source material to make a uh, show that people will watch, which seems kind of disingenuous. Yeah, I mean, just get Master Chief naked and you're good to go. Sure, dude. Sex sells, baby. Yep. Even Master Chief. Master Cheeks. Ma- oh. I, I stole that. I didn't make that up. <laughs> okay. that, that's from the internet. Sorry. <laughs> it's still perfect. I, perfect. Video Games Chronicle reports that Bethesda's Indiana Jones game may not be Xbox exclusive. Ooh. Speaking on the Xbox Two podcast, Windows Central's Jez Corden said he heard about a year ago that the game wouldn't be exclusive to Xbox, despite being developed by now Microsoft-owned Machine Games. While discussing the game, Corden's co-host Randall Thor says we don't know if it's exclusive, to which Corden replies it isn't. He goes on, the only information I've had on Indiana Jones is that it wasn't exclusive, but that, that was a long time ago. Maybe something has changed now. Machine Games Indiana Jones, which was announced early last year, is being worked on in collaboration with the newly reformed Lucasfilm Games, executive produced by Elder Scrolls and Fallout director Todd Howard. The Indiana Jones game will tell a wholly original standalone take set at the height of the career of the famed adventurer Bethesda said. Now, this is interesting to me because it is a... They, they said that games with a heritage on other platforms would still come to those platforms. Uh, this obviously is not a game with those. But also, this game was announced really early on in that life cycle. I'm trying to remember exactly when, but I'd say by the time they announced these big, giant games from these big, huge publishers and developers, they've already got deals inked with people. So I'm wondering if like they had already had an agreement with PlayStation or, you know, whatever to bring it to that platform before they got bought. Um, Dave, are you excited for an Indiana Jones game? Are you an Indiana Jones guy? I don't even know. I am. Yeah, I, li- I like the series and I think it's um, it's it's something I will keep my eye on. But <laughs> I don't know if we're getting another Tomb Raider game anytime soon or another Uncharted game. But um, imagine we are like- another Tomb Raider game. That's been announced. Right, right, right. That's right. So imagine if we got another Uncharted game and like Indiana Jones came out and we all know that like Uncharted and Tomb Raider are heavily influenced by that set of movies. Imagine if those three games came out within close proximity and Indiana <laughs> Jones was the shittiest one. Right. Um, yeah. That's a real possibility because Tomb right. Raider and Uncharted are very, uh, very, very quality games. So sure. yeah, no, this is this is worth a look. I think this, this whole... Um, playing off like a movie series, but making your own sort of, you know, not making it directly based off one of the films has really, really worked in the past little while with, uh, you know, we talk about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy a lot, obviously with the Star Wars spinoffs. So I think this could work really well and it, uh, it'll be cool to see what they come up with. For sure. Yeah, Brandon. Honestly, I'm a, I'm a decent fan of machine games myself. I really enjoyed both of the Wolfenstein games. Um, and, and Cyber Pilot too. Yeah, fuck that. I don't even know (laughs) if they've worked on that or not. (laughs) Probably not, honestly. Yeah. Um, But New Blood, not so much. But um, Wolfenstein 1 and 2, uh, really, really solid um, games. And I think this studio is incredibly talented in many ways. I'm glad they're working on something different. Um, I have a passing knowledge of Indiana Jones, enough to know that I'm excited Mm -hmm. um, for it in general. Yeah. and yeah, there's just not much more to say other than that. I just think the prospect is fun. Um, and I'm glad to see that 
it's not on Xbox. I guess I bought an Xbox, so that was the whole purpose of me doing it was for exclusives. But I guess everybody wins in this case, so sure. I can't really be too too salty about anything. A lot of salt going around these days. Oh yeah, the internet the internet <laughs> is is filled with sodium. The thing I can okay, I don't really align with it. I like Xbox. I like PlayStation. I probably last generation PS4. I think everybody did leaned a little more into PlayStation. Uh, now I probably do lean a little more into Xbox, but I like everything. Yeah. I play everything. Sure. I play PC. Yeah. But it's so funny to me, you know, but I, but I at least understand the let's fight between PlayStation fans and Xbox fans. I at least understand it, but it's crazy to me when people who are PlayStation fans have had a game for like two or three years and it comes to PC and there's like screaming and crying in the, in the streets. Yeah, dude. It's like, just like, it's just going to make more money. It's going to bolden the IP. It's going to give more money to PlayStation. They'll be able to sink back into games that are going to come to PlayStation first. Right. I just don't understand. I think I got off on a tangent here, but I just don't understand the like, no, it's ours. Like, you are you have it already. It's not on your precious Xbox. It's not going to go away if somebody else has it. Yeah. So no, I think it's like it's like nerd sports. Whenever people are like yeah. console warriors, right. it's like you know almost as annoying as really annoying sports fans. So that's true, Dave. Um, you have mentioned before. Um, I totally lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. That's all right. It's gone. It's just gone. Choo choo. I've mentioned said. things before. I'm sure you I have, have mentioned things before. <laughs> Name three things you've mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a Dave fan? Name, name all the things he's ever mentioned. <laughs> name, name all the Daves you know in order. Yeah. From A to Z. <laughs> Dave, <laughs> what have you been playing lately? Um. So, yeah, I've been kind of spinning my wheels lately trying to find uh, something new to, to, to play. And I've been, you've heard me the past couple of weeks uh, talking about playing death store and lost ark and and all this stuff so yeah i've i've i'm 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 struggling i really am um i was really hoping the uh days of play sale would have something that i really wanted to pounce on and there's a lot of good games in there at really good prices but just nothing that i've i've pounced at yet but i did um i did take a a suggestion that wasn't really a suggestion from brandon last week and i jumped into no man's sky oh uh, fuck yeah just this was this was the first time i've really jumped into the game um i saved like kind of non-committal because about three or four months ago i did download it on game pass and um this game has one of the most stressful uh, tutorials I've ever seen in my <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah. Because like normally with a tutorial, like anybody can do it. It's not timed. Like it's, they tell you like the highlight on the screen, like go do this thing, press this button. Whereas like as soon as no man's sky starts up, like you start dying immediately. Yeah. And it's like, you have to go <laughs> farm this fucking like minerals so you can repair this thing. And then, Oh, you're not done yet. You gotta. So it's really a trial by fire. Uh, so the first time I played it, I just, I didn't know what was going on. And I literally like closed it and deleted the game. Cause I was like, I don't want to do that right now. <laughs> yeah. Dude, so I, I redownloaded it and I, I put three or four hours into it. And uh, yeah, I, I don't really have a reference point of what the game was like, like when it launched, because obviously the big story is how far it's come. Yeah, be glad. Um, but it was it was cool, man. I, I liked it. it. It obviously had those Minecraft vibes where you're running around yeah. and mining stuff and, and analyzing it. Definitely. I, I thought about you, Ben, because you've talked in the past about like your, I, I can't remember what you call them, but they're like your shut off games where like you can put off. 
you could be working or listening to a podcast or something while playing a game. This is absolutely one of those games. So yeah, um, yeah, had a lot of fun with that. I, I don't know how much more I'm going to play of it. Um, again, I've I've been having a hard time sticking my teeth into stuff, but uh, I have been playing um, Call of Duty Vanguard quite a bit. Um, and uh and a little bit of gran turismo so yeah i don't know where this is gonna go but um there's some stuff coming up like the uh the the uh monster hunter rise expansion and the uh the outriders expansion is i think they're both coming out the exact same day which just happens to be both my wife and my sister's birthday june so bad day for video games but um we all have to make sacrifices including them so right i'll be playing video games yeah yeah just just be thankful (laughs) they should just be thankful now when you say it's both your wife and your sister's birthday that they're not the same person right <laughs> no they they You're are they are two different people oh, I, wow that came god. out really bad <laughs> thank god um no 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 they yes my they they were born six years apart completely different people but they okay. just happened thank you to have for specifying birthday, yeah so. i didn't know how canada worked honestly <laughs> <laughs> a lot different from uh, i'm not gonna say <laughs> yeah i was gonna say maybe it's the other way around yeah. um I'm going to piggyback off that. I've been playing No Man's Sky 2. Uh-huh. I'm kind of hitting a stride in this game. Uh-huh. I feel like it took me about 20 hours, but along with the controls and everything I have at my disposal, I'm getting it, dude. Some of the things that have taken me a long time to produce, I've now automated. Okay. Um, so now I have antimatter, which is essentially how I warp across galaxies. I just put carbon, which is the most abundant material in the game in a processor and I come back in about five minutes and there's 20 of these cores, which is more than I've ever had in my possession since the start of the game. Nice. So there really is, and there's even like, it gets super intricate with the way the schmelters work. You can like, <laughs> sounds like a made up word. Well, dude, I'm Schmelt. serious. There's like actual science behind it. It sounds really lame. I understand it, but, but it, yeah. it's like, if you add salt with an oxygen molecule, now you have two chlorine molecules and you can like multiply things without even having to farm if you know how to do it. So it gets more complex than I could have imagined, but mm-hmm. I got to say this game is a lot of fun. Dave hit it on the head. Um, as far as walking around, the amb- the ambiance, aside from just constantly dying from toxic fumes, is very awesome. I've yeah. really enjoyed looking at all the different animals. And the multiplayer is confirmed completely seamless. Um, Dave, at some point, there will be something called an, an anomaly that you can spawn in any galaxy. That is essentially like a hub world. Literally, you will see many, many, many mul- people in that. Um, if you end up playing multiplayer, I don't know if you're playing single or multiplayer, but I am running into people that, you know, this person, this random gamer tag discovered this galaxy and they discovered all of these animals on this planet. And then I go to this hub world and there's people there. Right. I think I'm talking Reason. to NPCs and instead I invite someone to my game. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just really, it has come insanely far um, back in the day when you could you could see it had like an asymmetrical multiplayer where you can see if someone discovered something, but you never could see anybody in your game. It's not like that anymore. Right. Um, So from start to finish, you can play with somebody. Um, It was really fun. My buddy had not gotten his ship yet, Kevin, and I was shooting his ass from the sky with my ship as he was trying to run around and farm material. So it offers some pretty funny moments like that. But man, I got to say this game has really just been a treat. Um, Obviously, you have to like these type of games like the Minecraft. It's not for everybody. Yeah. Not everybody wants to craft and mine constantly, but there is a little bit of like relaxingness to it. 
I guess Dave really did just hit it right on the head, but uh, I've, I've been enjoying that a lot. Um, I feel like I'm making some amazing progress towards, you know, whatever the end insight is. I, I got to say, I, w- I was thinking about Deep Rock a lot while I was playing it. Oh, There's yeah. obvious similarities there, but I just I, yeah. I was thinking about Deep Rock a lot. Yeah, dude, I need to I need to pop back in. There's actually been a an, a, uh, an update to that. They got new weapons and everything. So um, there's been two or three times that. Well, OK, I'll start here. I didn't get No Man's Sky at launch because, you know, obviously I heard everything. And then I was just like kind of turned off for, from it for a while. Then sure. I started hearing about how it was turning a corner and then it was going to get VR support. And I was like at the mall or like right next to the mall when that happened. Right. And like right after that, because I was watching it on my phone, I remember sitting in a parking lot, eating a cheeseburger, I think, watching it on my phone. And so I literally got out of the car, walked in the GameStop and found the copy of No Man's Sky for $7 Ooh, and can't beat that. bought it and brought it home and waited for the PSVR update and then popped it in on PSVR, did the tutorial, you know, the first like probably played like two hours of the game. And then decided I didn't want to play it in VR anymore and popped out. And I was like, all right, next time I play, I'm not going to play in this. And then I didn't for whatever reason, for just how, for it, it got away from me. And then there's been a couple times I've thought about going back to it and like actually digging in and stuff. And every time I'm like, I'm going to become hopelessly addicted to this game. Yeah. If I play it, it is the game. Like when I, if you can get me back into Minecraft, it is all I will do for days. It is. I'm telling you that if that doesn't sound interesting to you, it is exactly like that. Because don't tell me that. Because now I'm going to play it. <laughs> well, for dude, days. it's. I would play with you because I've been playing it like crazy. Um, and it is one of those things where you get to one threshold and you feel super accomplished that you've got there. But then there's about a million galaxies and a million other upgrades, and you know, it just is one of those things where you can keep getting better and better and better. And I'm assuming there is some sort of end game, right? Um, but right now, dude, I'm in, just in the grind. You know, one night I'll have a completely new launching system. I'll explore and get some new language tablets. It's just, it's cool. And something I realized, you can actually kind of break the game. Uh, one of the new things is you can get companions. Um, so any animal you see across any world, you can adopt technically mm-hmm. um, and you could ride them. Yeah. Like, like mounts, which is really fun. Right. But you can also just like real life. Well, they also lay eggs. So you can genetically modify these eggs to be outlandishly huge. OK. <laughs> if you're ever bored or you're interested, anyone who's listening, you can make massive versions like bigger than anything in the game I've ever seen of, of, <laughs> of any creature. It is actually kind of hilarious. And you can still ride them. Like I saw a guy that had a bigger than his entire base beetle. Wow. And he was riding around what would look like a beetle. Um, but it's been a lot of fun. Nice. Um, and, I, and, you know, I don't want to take up too much time with No Man's Sky, but it's been enjoyable. And, you know, props to well, Hello We Games. only talk about the newest hotness. So, so also <laughs> two more things I've been playing. Cause I actually been playing a decent amount. This yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what is it? Trials of Midgard? Oh, yeah. Trials of Midgard. Yeah, I popped into that. I I've probably played for two or three hours. Um, I get it. It's a lot of fun. I don't think it's something that I'm interested in sticking with. If friends pop in and out, I'll definitely check it out. But I think they got a good formula here and I could see how it could be fun. Uh, it gives me a lot of Diablo feels sometimes. Okay. Um, less... <sighs> Not exactly, but kind of. It kind of is itching a little bit of a Diablo itch for me. Yeah. Um, but the last thing is I got to play a couple games of Fortnite with you, Ben. Oh, that I didn't play Fortnite. That's insane. Uh, then who was it? Uh, <laughs> but uh, 
But no, so whenever you pop back in, obviously they give you pretty much a free win. I think your first game uh, is almost always bots, if not 100% bots. Yeah. Um, so we got the first win, but we did get two wins in a row. I don't know if it was a fluke. We didn't win for the rest of the night, but our first night back. No, we got second and third a couple of times. Our first night back in many, many moons. Yeah. When we were flying by night. That's right. Uh, <laughs> did, was it no build? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Of course. We're not playing that filthy build. Shit. Um, <laughs> I'm really curious what the splits are on that. Like, how? What percentage of of like the active player base is playing the build versus the no build? Yeah, I think that might damage their reputation if they put that out. But yeah. they were smart because what happened, Dave, is that the they managed to pull people back in from just adding oh, that yeah. as a permanent mode. Yeah. So I don't want to say it's completely skewed, but I would imagine there's a large audience that was not there before. Even us. I mean, look at us for an example. Yep. So. Uh, here's my guess is they gathered all the data of the people who are playing and saw how many people, you know, I'm sh- I know they can go in and like see the stats on how many people are, are building, how many materials are being used per round, etc. And then they looked at some of the complaints, like, first of all, just look anywhere and you can see them. But also, I guarantee they do like um, surveys and other stuff. And they want to know why people are leaving the game. And it's because you have these people who know life Fortnite and have been for four or five years now and our children well and, and our children i mean some some kids in that game are better than dude they're insane me, for sure they're insane and most kids probably are better than yeah me. but real. they the number one complaint you hear about Fortnite, other than like oh i don't like all the skins whatever just because people are trying to be edgy and fun or edgy and cool is everybody else just builds so much faster than me and if i can't build i can't win yeah and so when you can't win you go away and so like well, let's just experiment and throw out this limited time mode. And if it goes well, we'll keep it permanent. And sure enough, that's, that's what exactly happened. what happened. It was an absolute hit. And I popped in to watch a streamer the other day and he ended and, and raided somebody who was, I was watching Sea of Thieves and he raided somebody who was playing Fortnite and he was playing no build. And I was like, you know what? I just want to go and look at like some of the other people streaming this game and see what they're playing. I did not say one single person playing build mode. Really? And I looked, looked at like the top 10 biggest streams on twitch at the moment well dude i mean not to bring a, another br and just change the subject i'm not really but warzone is struggling yeah viewership is down across the board fortnite diversified yeah and they are and, and they are benefiting that because of that i mean uh, you know activision can't even manage to give me a next gen game yeah so or an fov slider for fuck's sake deep rock galactic has an FOV slider. What's the excuse? Right. I don't really care about the limitations. You're a billion dollar company. So I think Fortnite hit it on the head. Epic hit it on the head. No build is where it's at. I think so. I think you're right. It's How um, clever is that too? Like diversifying your game by removing a mode. Removing features. <laughs> literally yeah. removing a mechanic. Yeah. But that's the thing though, is it literally completely changes it. Completely. Yeah. I uh, have a pretty short list. Uh, of course, a little bit of Sea of Thieves. I've been playing a lot less Sea of Thieves. I've also I've been playing a lot less hours. I've been playing more games, but less hours overall lately. Um, played some Super Perils of Baking. Hell of yeah. course, uh, reminder that comes out this Friday for all platforms. So check it out. Uh, Brandon mentioned Fortnite. Been playing Fortnite. Uh, Evil Dead. Hopped back in for a couple more nights of I'm Evil so, Dead. Yeah. So good. Just still, so good. I'm still intrigued. I will say... I don't have any reason to think this other than it feels like it. This seems like a good game that they'll probably add to Game Pass in about six months because it is the perfect game to get four people to try out Game Pass. Yeah. Or like to have one person already has it and have three of their buddies who don't try it out. So it's back for blood, though. 
that's true, but this is a better game than Back for Blood. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Not hard. And Back for Blood was a day one. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know what they were thinking when they they probably got an offer from Game Pass, if I had to guess, and turned it down. And it was probably the right move because the game is really good and selling really well. And it's just so good. And I just I've gone back and rewatched some of the Evil Dead movies or like Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness. I rewatched this past week nice. and both of them because I'd seen them before. I just kind of watched while I was working. Um, but you don't really need to watch watch those movies no. after you've seen them. Once. Yeah, I was gonna say, especially if you've already seen. Yeah, and then the only other thing I have is I played about an hour of Sniper Elite Five on Game Pass Day One. Um, I've never played a Sniper Elite game other than like at E3 demos and stuff, and I was having a lot of fun with the parts where I was sniping. Uh, it was the parts they added. I think they added this this game, or maybe it was the last game where you like actually do more hand hand to combat, and you're shooting with like pistol and stuff like that up close. I didn't enjoy those parts as much because I'm like, I can get this experience in anything else. I don't want that. I just want to snipe people. Right. Um, but I'll probably go back to it. But it was worth the hour for free. Yeah. Uh, for sure. And um, we'll see if I go back to it or not. It, it all depends on what I'm feeling. But now that I got No Man's Sky on the brain, man, that's gonna be rough. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I honestly wonder. I was watching Mo- Moist Critical. Um, Excuse me? <laughs> do you know how that is on Twitch? No. He's like, let's go, baby. No, I don't know that guy. Anyway, he was talking about how he didn't think the um, sniper animations were as good in this one oh, yeah. as some of the previous ones. And I had wondered if anyone in the in the Discord had had any experience with some previous uh, sniper elites. Just curious. I don't know. Yeah, I, I definitely haven't had any experience worth mentioning just at, at conferences and stuff, but... That's it. That's pretty much what I've been playing. Damn. All right. Anything else to round it out, boys? I love you all. Oh, I love you too, Dave. I love you, homie. Uh, you can join us over on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash handsome phantom. We appreciate it. We really do. Every time a new patron pops up, we're like, hey, thanks. Uh, <laughs> at the $3 or higher level, you can get early access to HP After Dark. There is a new episode out, so you can check that out. And if you haven't listened to it, what the hell are you doing? It's, if I remember correctly, a weird one. <laughs> sure, they, doozy. All, they all are a little bit. They're weird, all a little bit so. weird. Yeah, you'll check it out. You'll see. You know, this show is extremely professional. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, we don't joke around. On, on but on topic, that show, yeah, we topic, really get going. Yeah. yeah, on topic for sure. <laughs> we never talk about like cake on the Mona Lisa or anything. <laughs> also on Discord, join us over there, handsomephantom.com slash Discord. We appreciate it. I think that's all we got, boys. I guess we'll probably have a. a good bit of news or at least like new announcements and stuff from state of play i'm hoping and maybe even that. some new predictions for next week's um or for the week after that's summer game fest so we'll see yeah. we'll see how it goes all right well until next time bye the hp podcast is supported by our patrons over at patreon.com slash handsome phantom jason canham toby ryland Chaz peterson edward walton josh cummings jared boots fuse bro Passive Pixels Edwin Castillo, Maurice Bays, and H-Trons. <laughs>